I don't know. Anyway. Here we are. Oh, we're podcasting. I forgot. It's Vocal it's Fry happening. Season 2. And I was just about to, I just got kind of hungry and I was about to pull out Don't some Don't do it! Albums, and then I was like, no, I can't. Perfect! It's Michael influencing you from beyond. He's, Perfect! He's whispering, Leah, I know it! Gosh. Michael, if you're out there listening. It's like on that, you probably haven't gotten to the Parks and Rec episode yet where like, Jerry isn't there, I don't remember why. Oh but, yeah, the one then where, like, he retires. Wait, well there's the one, we, we're past the one where Jerry... Went after a burrito. <laughs> I love that one. Oh, Andy Samberg's you're, in that one. You're right? thinking of or that's the other one where he retires. He retires for like very temporarily. Very briefly. This is not a, a well. Real they've spoiler. been talking about his retirement. He yeah. has. He's Only already him. been talking yeah. about. <laughs> but anyway, he's gone for well a because while. they just introduced Ben and Chris. 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 Yeah. And they were gonna cut Jerry's job <laughs> because of his pension. Possibly that's like where we're at. Yeah. 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 Not the point. Beyond that. Um, at some point, Jerry retires for, like, a minute. Um, but they, in the office, Ron <laughs> says that he was like... There always has to there be There always has to be a, a Jerry. Jerry. So if one Jerry leaves... Another one. Another one. So Somebody Jerry else. has come back. <laughs> You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture, coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. Jerry's a very Jerry's a very sad character. No, he's not that sad. No. He does okay. He's a heck of a pianist, though. Apparently, he gets yes, his, Jerry yes. gets his redemption. He does. Don't okay, you well, worry. I always be... kind of felt bad for Jerry. Well, yeah. I mean, you're supposed to a little bit. So he's unfortunate. We're we're so we've now finished season two of Parks and Rec. <laughs> they finally convinced my wife and I. To work on Parks and Rec. It's funny. It was uh, like many sitcoms. Season one was a slow start. Yes. Yeah. Like many television shows in general, season one can be a slow start. Well, it depends. I always, I always worry about the show that is like so good that by season three it might be terrible. Like I'm not gonna lie, and this is something we need to touch on today. I'm a little bit trepidatious about Stranger Things season three. I'm ready for it. No. We'll come back to that. So, <laughs> we have just... We have not podcasted to officially announce that we have IRB approval. Oh my gosh! We've never <gasps> actually said it on the well, podcast. Let's put it out there. That after 11 months, we received IRB approval from the University of Mississippi Medical Center's Institutional Review Board that we have permission to run our laryngeal manipulation study. You know, it's really a shame they can't see facial expressions. Yeah. Because it's been a long road. So, and we have just twice practiced a data collection and we're working on getting faster. Yes. Because it's quite a bit of tokens that we're trying to collect and tasks that we're trying tokens like one like one recording of the like PAS would be a token. Mario Kart. Yes. Um, and now though especially with the addition of the Kate V tokens at the end. 
Uh, but that's so fast. For some reason, I thought that would take longer, and that just... No, just six not quick sentences. Not, yeah, and I'm and I'm gonna print them out. Ooh, this is an- <laughs> keep keep reminding me to do that. I'm gonna print those KV sentences out. I'll try to remember to do that tomorrow morning. Okay. Um, I'm gonna print those KV sentences out. So we just have a paper with just those on it in bigger print. Okay. For them to read. Yes, because we knew where to look, but right. they might. Not. Right. Um, but Sarah and Leah and I are totally excited. We're excited about season two. We're excited about the study. Um. Can we sort of, for our audience, recap a little bit about, like, in a summary of what we're doing and why we're doing it? Oh my goodness, yeah, because I'm Can getting... I put the two of you on the spot a little bit to talk about this? Sure. A little sure. bit? So, what are we doing and why are we doing it? Well, first off, we're doing a study. Um, and we're doing it... <laughs> but specifically... <laughs> to have something fun to talk about at parties. <laughs> that's not why we're doing that, it. That's why we're here. Why <laughs> no, but like more specifically on a more real thing, we're looking at laryngeal manipulation, which is you know it's funny. I don't even giggle when I say that anymore. There was it's good. It's You've not progressed. Nice. I've progressed. I've, You've just said it so many. I've said times. it so many. It's lost all all childish amusement for me. Yeah. But laryngeal manipulation, which I'm sure most of y'all have heard us talk about some, but or kind of can guess. But like basically, it's you kind of massaging yourself in the face and yeah you could area. think of it you could think of it as self-laryngeal massage which yeah. makes sense i mean when you think about any other kind of um active thing that you do i mean you stretch but then you also might i don't know like people get massages sport massages it's well thing. i mean yeah. one of the biggest things in sports more recently are those foam rollers yeah those uh, foam yeah. rollers for like people's backs have and, become yeah. like a big thing and don't a lot of people say now that like static stretching is not even ideal but right. like you should run in place or something before you to get the muscles get warm, warm. Sure. i should run in place before i run yeah. okay well yeah, i think Sarah. i think Too our much. original <laughs> thinking was that in general singers tend to sprint before they jog mm-hmm. they yeah. tend to go into a practice room and start yelling <laughs> at like forte volume and all of a sudden they're in a practice room and they're just ah yeah. you know, the time crunch and you cause you gotta to warm do. up for that voice lesson you got things to do <laughs> yeah yeah um if you even warm up yeah if you're not like let's be real if you're not coming straight we all have days where you or, haven't warmed up right. heaven forbid and so so many of our singers you know aren't even really doing that and if they are warming up, they're just going into a practice room and immediately, like, singing through their aria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, at least in the developing voice and in a voice that maybe is out of practice, it's one thing if you're singing on a daily basis, you're preparing to, say, do a musical theater role or an opera role or concert work, and you're singing that piece every single day. Sure. It's one thing to just go in and sing because sure. you're, you're used to doing the task. Mm-hmm. But if you're learning something new, if you're if you're training to be a singer, if you're not accustomed to that, if you so, haven't been singing all summer, if you haven't been right, singing you may all not summer, want to go just try to sing that high C. Yeah. Things might happen. So you might actually have to. Well, look, look. I mean, I'll be honest. In my own forthrightness, coming off the summer, I have not been practicing on a daily basis. I've not been vocalizing every day. Same. And I. Not every day. I've had to get back into the groove of of my voice use. I mean, um, and singing the concert on Sunday night that we did, that we did a 
did the Mississippi Opera Benefit, I had to like sort of, it was probably a mistake doing three run-throughs and two services Sunday morning singing with the band. Perhaps. And then going and singing some rehearsals and the like six things I sang Sunday Tisk, night. Tisk. Well, that's on you. Uh, but I sh- but I was doing some laryngeal self manipulation. Well, that's good. Sunday night, um, and so we want to. We basically there was a survey done that found that very few very few singers are actually doing this. Yep. So we have some data that says very few people are actually doing this, and we want to find out from a more quantitative standpoint with some actual measurements, uh, what what happens if we either replace warming up vocally or vocalizing with this or if we combine this with warm up and what is the measurement that we're using do you remember what we're calling the measurement what the oh measurement's called in literature I'm pretty sure the word delineations in it no no okay. about the pas okay yeah. so the pas we're taking two two readings from the pas and making them one measurement Oh, I don't know. We're taking De- airflow De- and pressure. Is it and declination? No, that, you're thinking of maximum flow declination. That is right? the word I'm thinking of. We're not looking at maximum. Well, we, we could, at a subsequent point, look at maximum flow declination. Because right? I thought that was a cool measurement. It is. Even though I couldn't remember the name. It is. That would be the major measure that, like, if someone was looking at the differences between breathy and pressed and flow phonation that's when you're really looking at maximum flow declination okay. rate. Okay. If you're defining those three things the way Sundberg defines them. Okay. Which is its own sort of can of worms because a lot of singing teachers use the word flow phonation and they don't actually mean what Sundberg defined it as. Um, flow phonation in the way Sundberg defines it, to think of it from a singing standpoint, would mean big air puff upon glottal opening quick, crisp snap of vocal folds back together upon closing. So, quick snap, big puff. If you want to think of phonation that way, would be sort of how he would define flow phonation, which on maximum flow declination rate gives you a big spike in airflow, followed by a quick descent in airflow. So, in other words, um, uh, the quick snap plus the big puff. Okay. Giving you MFDR. A, a high rate of MFDR. Anyway, that's not what we're measuring. No. <laughs> we are measuring airflow in, 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 in liters per second. Okay. And we're um, using that and intraoral pressure, which is giving us a reading of subglottal pressure, the way the PAS gets there. Um, and we're dividing those two things to give us a measurement called laryngeal airway resistance. And we've seen therapeutically that in the, with the therapists that have used MFR principles, myofascial release principles, massage of the larynx principles, that they have seen great reductions in patients with muscle tension dysphonia um, of laryngeal airway resistance. And the less resistance in the airway, the more airflow we would think well and even if you don't have muscle tension dysonia i mean like let's be real how many yeah. singers do you talk to that go well i have tension in my fill in Insert the blank, blank. Yeah. Right. that like uh, absolutely we're hoping absolutely. to see some results well we're I mean, hoping something else that makes you more aware of it yeah you know it, it without question and and we can do you know plenty of follow-up studies certainly um one of the big things that is talked about now 
sort of along this vein is the use of, a, of an external vibration source to, yes. to sort of personal massage device to, to try to do the same thing. That In this case, we're not doing that. We're just using our, our having hands. a person's hand. It's free. Um, and we want to just remind our listeners that we are not recommending that if that a voice teacher touch a student to do this that we are looking at the singer themselves do this to themselves, to their own neck. Yes. And we say that because we only support licensed therapists touching clients. So if you are a licensed physical therapist, a licensed speech-language pathologist who are licensed to touch, yeah. or a massage therapist all of whom can be specialists in the area of myofascial release and trained to work on the necks. Although a lot of times massage therapists avoid the neck on purpose because of um, the carotid artery and the danger of people passing out. Understandable. Um, but, so we are only recommending that people with licensure touch other people. Voice teachers are not licensed, unless they're also speech-language pathologists, which those people are out there. That's nice. But if you are just a singing teacher, we're not recommending that you yourself touch your students. We're recommending that the student, or Perhaps the singer, them themselves, right. And so we've developed these videos that we're going to have our subjects watch, that instruct them on what to do as they go through this protocol. And we will see. We will see what kind of result. We're going to be talking about it for the next... Several months, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, we're gonna be doing sort of an update every. It'll be like, I need to come up with a this theme song. This is finally song. what the podcast was supposed, was to, supposed be. to be. Yeah, and we need to like come up with like a PAS theme song, like, <laughs> like. Did you know that that's your jingle for every jingle? Yes. Anytime you make a jingle, it's da 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 da. Just so you know. Because it's basically the Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated jingle. Evil Incorporated. Yeah, I think we have to. I think we have to cut that because that's copyright infringement. No, I'm kidding. That falls under fair use. Um, because we're not trying to make money from that, and you just sang it randomly in, in the I'll context say, of I'm our conversation. I'm not even sure that's the right tune. I don't think it was quite, but that's basically what always comes to my mind yeah. when I think of jingles. Um, so that, speaking of then, big news for the podcast. So oh, this is yeah. the last podcast of MC Vocal Fry that will have been recorded in oh. this manner of audio. Yes, this is because, your, I wasn't sure where that was going. Because on Friday... We will be recording with our new Zoom H6, hey. each on our own mic. Oh, oh I did not know cool. that. Like, so, I knew we'd get the Zoom. Uh, no, the mic that I was using last year, yes. I bought two more of those. So we will, and, and I got a spit guard for each of them rather than a oh, big thing. It has just the, so it just has the foam on it because it's fairly cheap. Yeah. And so um, we will each have our own mics. Um, in preparation, we're trying. We're, we're trying to lead toward February. Will be another sort of watershed moment for the podcast, because in February we will welcome MC's new president, Dr. Blake Thompson, yeah. onto the podcast to celebrate. Don't miss that, Leah. To sort of promote his Come inauguration I'll try um, as our twentieth president. Oh, I don't know. Who, who I, really counts? That seems like too many. A but president. 
But we have a new president. He was formerly a VP at Ohio, the Ohio State University. We're excited to have him on campus, and we're even more excited that he that he has recognized that MC Vocal Fry is is a representative entity on campus and off campus and around the world. Um, you know, we will have a we will have a, a podcast sort of celebration in October to officially celebrate one year of MC Vocal Fry. Slash over what two thousand downloads? We're now? already over. Yeah, we're we're just a, right now as of this day, we're right around twenty five hundred downloads. Fantastic. And we've been downloaded in over twenty five countries. Now we fully recognize that some of those are probably bots. So that's an that's a big reach probably. We're most most of our listenership is across North America and Northern Europe. So like that still sounds so fancy. Like yeah. most of my listeners are in Northern Europe, um, <laughs> and in Asia, we do have quite a few downloads in, and in Asia, in, in Asia, China, um, Singapore, the continental landmass, as um, it were. So that's where sort of most of our downloads. So if you're listening to us in Asia, give us a shout out. Um, something oh, we really? never, something we never remember to bring back on the podcast. Just since this is season two premiere, we are on Facebook. We are. S- Follow us on Facebook. Send us a message. We are on Twitter. Still. Still. Even though we don't do that much. We don't do much on Twitter. You know what we're on now, though? We are now on Instagram. people like Instagram. And so since Insta seems to be not going away uh, and very easily integrates with Facebook, we now are on Instagram. <laughs> Some cool pictures from last season up there on the Instagram already, which reminds me we need to take a new cover photo. Oh, a non-mic phone. Uh, probably before Friday. Mm. Before Friday? When are we going to do that? I don't know. Wait, are we all going to be... Are you, you going to come tomorrow? What's tomorrow? The thing? Yeah. Yes. I'll come to Let's do okay. it tomorrow. Cool. I'll try to I will pretty. try to remember what bacon. What are we going to... Like, what kind of picture? Last time we literally sat in this room... And I believe Michael... Did Michael hold the camera or did we ask somebody to come in here and take a picture of us? Here's what I want to happen. Sarah and I are going to hold a plate of bacon. You're going to oh, look at us strangely. I forgot about this plan. Okay. It's going to be hard, I know. Yeah. Can, do we, need, we need to get her a t-shirt, right? I do need to make a t-shirt order at some point. You'll forgive me. My funds are running kind of uh, low. Yeah, we'll be all right. You don't want our vocal fry well, t-shirt? Well, speaking of that, Isaac has told me that he has worked on a secondary logo for us as well. Oh. So we may even update the vocal fry logo. Cool. It's possible. Um, now, one of the things I wanted to talk about today, and I forgot to look up dates, so we need to get to this Friday. Um, Wait, are we starting like norm- regular podcasting yes, on Friday? Yes, we are starting normal podcasting on Friday. Okay. Okay. I'm glad I knew that, because I would not have shown up. We are starting normal podcasting on Friday. Okay. Um, glad, glad to know. I intend to drop this episode this Friday. Oh, okay. Um... Friday, I want to announce our dates for the Vocal Fry nerd events for the fall. Oh, yes. So, like, fantastic we, we, we need Beast. to announce our date for fantastic our Fantastic Beasts event. Yeah. Hey, um, in at the the first week of September, Cinemark theaters are showing all of the Harry Potter movies in theaters. 
I'm taking my niece to see one. Fantastic. Yeah, you should take your children. My children haven't read the books, and we're having a no movies until they read the books policy with Harry Potter. Well, then I'm about to, like, make your children read those books. It'll be like if you read the books. At least one. Just read the first one real quick, and then you can take them. I know. Olivia, we won't have to read it to her. The problem is, my son just began the Land of Stories series, I believe Oh my gosh, that's a big thing. Okay, yeah. I don't know too much about children's books, but yes. Well, he completed the entire Percy Jackson series. Does he realize that there's other branches? Like, there's the um, Greek gods one, but then he has also made additional series that deal with the Romans, Norse, I think so, he is aware of that. I don't think he's branched out to any of those other series, though. Yeah, the Roman one's good. Anyway, we need to set dates, though, because we will definitely have a Fantastic Beasts event. Yeah. When does that come out? November. November. I'm ready for I think it. it's Thanksgiving weekend. Ooh. So that will probably be, like, the first week. Like, the week weekend of, before Thanksgiving or the weekend after? I want to say it comes out, like, Thanksgiving Day, maybe. We are on a wedding that weekend. Well, Unless you want to come like, home. We, can, we can go see it the next week and then release the episode the week after. Well, or even if we saw it, like, Saturday or Sunday, like, yeah. I don't know what we'll y'all work, we'll, we'll work that out. out. That's what we're going to tell y'all Friday. The Stranger, yeah, the Stranger Things event will be a big deal. Have you seen the first two seasons of Stranger Things? Uh, are you kidding me? Okay, Leah's about just, to fight you. Okay, okay I just, I, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, forg- you're gonna have to forgive app. me when <laughs> I'm not sure what pop culture things you've seen and when you haven't. Uh-huh. But, but, but definitely a Stranger Things event is, yeah, is, but is I don't paramount. it's going to come out until the summer. Halloween. What? Stranger Things season three is being released on Halloween. What? I think that that's incorrect. I think you're thinking of season two. As I understand, I, I Oh, this is this is an easy thing to figure out. I don't. They've not even Season said release date. What? Stranger. Where are you, where are you getting your information? Thanks. Cite your sources. <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, this does say release date. Um, it says it won't be released until twenty nineteen. What? Yeah. So they're still filming. Until oh, the I summer thought they had, of 2019. I totally thought they had wrapped. Are you? You're. Do you know what year it is? No, I don't. <laughs> okay, that's the issue. We were having this conversation, like you're I, thinking of last year. Last year it came out like the weekend of Halloween. There have been so many things yes. that I've been like remembering inaccurately. Like we had this whole conversation about how great it was that this year. Our pre-beginning of the year faculty meeting, music faculty meeting, was only everything. We dealt with everything in one morning. And I was like, yeah, just like last year, guys. And everyone looked at me. Because you were crazy. Because I was absolutely wrong. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? We had an afternoon portion of the faculty meeting last year. And they were all like. Did you just not come? every other year. And I was like. Oops. Wow. And then people started telling me details about it, and I was like, "Oh, you're 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 absolutely right." Yeah, because did you see the trailer of like the Super Mall and Steve yes. works at an ice cream shop? Yes. Yeah, because it's based in the summertime, so they're going to release it. In oh the my summertime. gosh! Well, we were definitely having a Fantastic Beasts event. I'm ready for it. Bring it. And bring the it other on. thing that I know we will have that this actually works out well because I was I was a little bit worried about trying to fit two events into October. Because in October, and you're going to have to figure out how to make this work with, with our world, because we are doing a Doctor Who Series 11 
premiere It event. could be an interesting take to have somebody who's Actually, never that's watched a good Doctor point. Who. It might even be better if you've never watched any of it and you come into You're this world, especially that. no, especially on a reboot, because you know, the, totally new cast, anymore. totally new showrunner, totally new writers. Yeah. Totally new doctor. Everything's new. I really have no idea what the show's going to be. So, and the trailer told us absolutely. It really did. Like, nothing. I have no idea. I'm like, have you lost your memory? Do you have your memory? Do you know who you are? Do you know where anything is? Because are you actually the TARDIS? Are, yeah. Who are you? Um, the TARDIS was the, the phone box. The box? Yes. Yeah. But it's also kind of sort of. I don't even want to say a person, an entity. Okay, then this is this is good then. So that way we can do the, the, the Doctor Who event in October, the Fantastic Beasts event in November. Uh, is that it? What else is happening? Well, I'm really personally oh, excited yeah, yeah, yeah. I that, that on September the 27th, uh, the original 1986 Transformers movie will be having one night back in the theaters. Um the strangest children's movie of all time with it's like PG-13 rating. It's very strange. Yeah, I've never seen that. It's very, very strange. With with probably the most kitschy song in the history of 80s pop songs as its theme song. What's its theme song? Do you You've know? got... It's called... The, the title of it is The Touch... Well, I don't know that. <laughs> um, you you never heard the, the Touch from Transformers 1986? No. It's, uh... I'm gonna go give it a listen. Not right now, but I'll go... Imagine listen. Journey... Okay. With, like, lyrics of, like, more like Eye of the Tiger and a lot of synthesized piano. Well, this is gonna be so special. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Bring it, bring it on. Anyway, so it's been a busy summer. I mean, it's been a busy, 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 busy summer. It's been sort of crazy not podcasting every week. It's weird. I mean, because we never podcasted about Solo. I mean, we never podcasted about Comic-Con and all the different things that were released at Comic-Con, all the trailers. I mean, well, a lot of Comic-Con this year was what did not happen at Comic-Con. Yeah. Cast in that shade. Either in Marvel... And HBO not being there. It's a big one. Like, is Comic Con like dying? Is that a thing? Possibly. Well, because Disney's doing all their stuff now at D twenty three, and so and they own like everything. So and that's, well, and that's another thing that happened this summer was that the 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 twenty first century twenty first century Fox Disney deal finally went through. Yeah, because it almost fell through, right? It almost fell through because Comcast put in an all cash offer right at the very end. Which I get it. They're probably like, please don't buy everything. But then, but then it actually now it is. Now it's done. The shareholders have approved it. The government's approved it. So that's a done deal that's at this nice. point. There's still no official news about when the Fantastic Four will join the MCU, but and see the only clearly that's where we're like heading. I've only ever seen that old really bad Fantastic Four movie, and so I would I'm not as excited about that as I feel like I should be. Yeah. Well, have to completely I think the most exciting thing for me about the potential inclusion of Fantastic Four into the MCU is the inclusion of Victor Von Doom. I think that's probably the not not the Fantastic Four themselves, but their main enemy. Because the and let's face yeah. it, the MCU desperately needed Thanos as a villain and now because the need, MCU has no good villains. Yeah, they're gonna need a new villain. Because well, I think he's gonna die. My guess is the next ten years to Marvel twenty all put us on a crash course to Galactus. That's that's my 
Is that's, your prediction? That's my prediction. Pernus You've prediction. heard it here first. <laughs> Pernus prediction, sure to go wrong, 2018. That 2028 Marvel podcasting event will be the I silver... Like will be like the... The death of the Silver Surfer, or something along those lines, and, and that storyline taking us to Galactus. All right. Sorry, I went we've really, lost, I went really, I went really deep nerd the there for a, for a second. Um, but also, you know, one of the good things about a fresh start with the podcast is getting Leah's like nerd interests involved in the podcast. Like Parks and Rec, so I'm watching. That's, not, that nerd that's not a nerd interest. That's okay, very that's mainstream. Just pop culture, but it's fantastic. Interest. Like I love Parks and Rec. So Rex. we're 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 fairly deep. Yeah, and and Leah f- sort of, uh, I I think because my wife and I told her to, ended up finishing Breaking Bad this summer, and I think oh, disliking. She was it. not happy about that. I think I can finally um, talk about it without using expletives. Uh huh. So you did not enjoy Breaking Bad. Okay, like now that I've had some time away from it. It was not overall a negative experience, but I have never hated the main character of a show so much as I did. Like, the whole time. Some people, When I tell people that, they're like, oh yeah, the last season was rough. No, 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 no. He <laughs> slept the whole time. Everyone in his life deserved better. Terrible. Especially Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman clearly deserved better. <laughs> which is why they let Jesse Pinkman get away in the end, I think. Oh, uh, his little part. Spoiler! Spoiler alert! I mean, they've had, they've had, they've had five years. No, I think, I think we need to listen. If if they listen to MC Vocal Fry, you're probably gonna hear spoilers. No, you get it. You need to realize that if you are a parent out there, we love you, and we respect the fact that like you see movies like a year and a half after they come out. But if you listen to this podcast, you need to be aware that. But even that, like, there's basically a two week social contract. Even him letting. Even them letting him get away in the end, like, what does he have left? Badger and Skinny Pete? Congratulations. Skinny Pete? I don't think I want... You didn't watch Breaking Bad. I did not. I've been really busy watching Law and Order SVU. Yeah, that's what we've Yeah, Sarah and Leah were on, like, a Law and Order SVU binge. We're We're still on it. We still are doing it. 18 seasons. Well, I mean, there's plenty of material there. We're pretty far. We're almost done. No. Yes, we are. Time to start over. -uh. (laughs) Nuh-uh. Really. That's a commitment. I mean, SVU from the beginning is a commitment. It is. We've been. I've been doing it. It's at first. I was watching it. So let's see. Are you to the point where where like? So we watched fifteen through eighteen on Netflix. So and we watched started, that first, actually, and then started over at one, and we're to like a season eleven or twelve. So we only have like three middle. So seasons. Chris Maloney's still on the still show. There. Yes. I shipped him and Olivia really hard for a little while. So did everyone in America. And I was really mad when he and his wife got back together. How dare they? So was everyone in America. But have moved on. They're professionals. I don't even care. They love each other. You should watch The Exiles. I don't even wanna wanna watch the The reboot or the original? Both. I mean, I get. I you could probably do without the reboot. I mean, it's fine, but. I'm gonna be real. I actually started watching, and I, I can't decide how I feel about myself for watching this. I've started watching Charmed. <laughs> oh, interesting. When I'm home alone during the day with the dog. You've lost me on this one. About um, some witches. It was the Alyssa Milano was in yeah. that, right? Uh, the writing is not super good, to be completely honest. That show's like what, about 15 years old? It something started like in that? 1998. Oh, longer than that, 20, 20 years, years ago. Yeah. The writing is. Well, like, I guess it still would have been on 15 years ago. 
Maybe. I don't know how many seasons it is. Uh, it goes to 2006, so yes. Okay, so... It has some interesting plot points, which is why I'm only on, like, episode three or four. I just... I'm home alone during the day. I think the biggest thing to come out of anything this summer, announcement-wise, for me, and this is because my absolute great love of Star Trek The Next Generation, is the reboot of a new Star Trek series with Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard in a later stage of life. Um, You'll have to have, like, a little podcast day with Jamie on that, because he's the one, he's so excited about that. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm so excited about it because my wife has now agreed because she knows I love TNG so much. She hates Star Trek, you guys. Like my wife has gone on like all these nerd adventures with me. She we she she loves Doctor Who. I mean, she's Great. as Whovian as they get. She, you know, does all the Harry Potter stuff. She does. She's she's watched all the star wars movies with us she's seen a few of the marvel movies she has watched infinity war now twice it's an intense movie um but star trek was sort of she like had like a visceral dislike of star trek and i think she knows that that picard character sort of meant so much to me and she's now agreed to watch like the highlights the like the important Episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation because I would be the first one to say like even when I do complete rewatches of TNG like while I'm exercising or something there are episodes that I just straight up skip because there are episodes of The Next Generation that never should have been made. That's real love right there. She's going to do it. She's going to watch it. So I don't know if I've agreed to do that. You know what I watched the first two episodes of over the weekend? Castle Rock on Hulu. Oh, the Stephen King um, J.J. Abrams. uh, Like Stephen King universe thing. Yeah. King. How was that? Like, I've only seen two episodes, but I'm curious. Like, I think I'll keep watching. It was it has Terry O'Quinn in it from Lost. Right. I I, I knew that. Um, and one of the Scars guards, right? Because he plays. Yes. Uh huh. He's Creepville. You know right. The same um, one that played it. In the movie. Pennywise. Yeah. In the movie. Um. Yeah. I I I. Horror in general is not my thing, so... Same. I can't do horror movies. I... I can't. Although... This is... See, the horror doesn't necessarily get to me. What gets to me is, like, I mean, it's pretty bleak. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, like, that gets to me, honestly, more than, like, horror. Yeah, yeah, It's just like, wow, this is really depressing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, Demons. Did you guys ever have a have a chance to listen to any of the podcast episodes, the interviews from the summer? From the summer? I've, I've probably listened to about half of them. It was a really great experience getting to have everybody on, and I hope to do more of that this, this season. They were really cool. Um, because I think, I think that us doing our thing is important, but I also think it's important that our platform give voice to different perspectives of singing and voice teaching and voice research and, and these t- kinds of things moving forward. Well, and especially doing that in the summer. It could be like a cool kind of summer series type thing you do every year. That's true. Because like That's Voice true. Foundation, if we get to go to that, fingers crossed. Like Yes, definitely hope to be at Voice Foundation this like, year. Then hope, hope could have, certainly do some interviews with people there. Ab- ab- abs- absolutely. Um I mean, 100%. And then I don't know where else you meet people, so... Well, there's no Nats National next summer, um, which is another reason to do Voice Foundation next summer. Um, 
but there are other opportunities to pursue. Could consider doing some other summer workshop. It just gets pricey. Yep. It just gets pricey. Anyway, everything. but we're excited about this academic year. We just announced our opera for the fall. We're going to do... Um, act three. We're going to do two acts. <laughs> we're going to do a one-act opera by Passatieri called The Goose Girl. Goose Girl. I am intrigued. Where we hand out cookies to the audience <gasps> at the end. I want a cookie. So, like, the whole thing in the end is, like, milk and cookies. I want a cookie. Um, and then we're going to do... So it's a night of fairy tales. It's it's its own kind of fairy tale. It'll be cute. Your typical like kings and queens and princes and princesses. There's and a stuff. horse named like Falada. Uh and so that that's that's half of the that will be the second half actually. The first half will be the third act of Hansel and Gretel, the business with the witch. Because you know the first two, Lost in the Woods, Housemaid. Yeah, candy. there's a, there's a lot of kids you with their dad and Lost in the Woods in the first. Evil two stepmom, acts. you know. Uh, and um. Are you gonna- um. So anyway, we're, we're, we'll have auditions for that front. Well, actually, the day that I drop this, oh, we'll be yes, auditions. Yes, yeah. um, signed up to do that. And so we'll be excited to see how that. We are going to have a chamber ensemble as as oh, a pit. Oh, that'll be nice. So um, just like we did for for, for flute. Okay, and, I liked that. Uh, yeah, that was nice. And we're excited. Yeah, I'm excited. we we'll, we'll have an exciting season. We're still going to do like takeaways. Yes. Yes. Oh. What did you have for breakfast? What I ate for breakfast this morning? Um, I got some sourdough bread from Broad Street Bakery. It's really good. And I had this, like, fancy French butter. It was basically bread and butter. But it's fancier if I tell you it's sourdough bread with French butter on it. It was really good. You should tell the story of the cheese. It's not cheese. Chick-fil-A. No, I'm talking about the cheese. Oh my gosh! You can no. I don't know. The Chick-fil-A story was pretty good. You haven't heard the cheese story yet. <laughs> so one day, Jamie and I, like, it, her like, husband, my husband, her now husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all all know about that though. That's the whole thing. There was a whole um, episode about it. Leah was opposed to it. Was, well, the was episode, Team not Charlie. the wedding. Team Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, anyway. One day in the summer, for whatever reason, like, I hadn't felt good all day. Jamie hadn't felt good all day. And we were like, I don't want to cook. I don't want to cook. I was like, Jamie, what if I just go to Kroger? I'll pick up some, like, bread, some brie, some prosciutto. And we'll just do, like, a chill, like, no cook, eat what's in front of you great. dinner. And he's like, yeah, that sounds great. Like, I'm going to get home kind of late if you could just go pick that up. And I was like, yeah, no problem. So I go to Kroger. Okay. You know, all everything's normal till now, right? Right? And I'm buying this stuff, and I'm like, wow. This, like, much nicer breed than what I usually buy is on sale for, like, half off. I mean, I'm like, this, I can't pass this up. This is such yeah, a great deal. When I and buy I it. look down, and, like, it expires the next day. But I was like, we're not going to keep it. We're you gonna got throw some it. stinky cheese, didn't Hold you? Hold on. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll throw it away after we eat. Like, this is going to be fine. So I go home. Jamie and I, like, sit down to start eating. And both of us are like, this is a little more bitter than what we usually eat. Like, this brie usually is kind of sweet. Like, this is, this is bitter. I wonder if it's because it's a different brand. Like, I'm not even eating the rind anymore, and 
It's kind of... You got some stinky, and like, so, camembert, didn't so you? So then... Just hold wait. on. So then, like, we, we both tried to eat it for a little bit, and we're like, forget this. And we just eat the bread and the prosciutto, and we throw the brie away. And, like, as Jamie's throwing it away, he's like, what's the deal? I was like, you know, now that you're throwing it away, like, I almost hate to tell you this, but, um... You know, the reason that was on sale for half off is because it expires tomorrow. And as I'm saying this, I look at my phone and I realize that it it's not August 3rd because the brie expired on August 4th. It's August 9th. And that this brie has been expired for several days. Like, it's bad. She's doesn't go bad. It Just was, gets stinky. It was bad. No, this wasn't like a stinky. This was like a... Tasted you that, were and Jamie just looks at me and he goes, "I'm gonna throw up on you." <laughs> He's like, "I, I can't. Don't talk to me right now." And I was like, oh, "Oops." So that was the cheese story. I don't okay, know. Okay, well, you have to work Chick in Chick Fil A as your takeaway. Okay, so we're starting takeaways. <laughs> the takeaway, if since if I'm gonna work Chick Fil A into it, is is that you can in fact have too much Chick Fil A in your life. <laughs> I didn't think it was possible, but over the past two days, because you haven't even heard this, over the past two days, it has been confirmed to me that I might eat too much Chick Fil A, because yes, maybe not yesterday, but a few days ago. You know how your iPhones now, like, every once in a while they'll prompt you, like, you're six minutes away from blah, blah, blah. Oh, God. I get up one morning, and I look at my phone, and it says, six minutes from Chick-fil-A. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. Oh, your phone was, like, shaming you. It's fast food was, shaming my you. My phone was like, you know, you're only six minutes from Chick-fil-A. Like, you could get there in six minutes. And I was like, I know. I know. But I'm, I'm stronger than Second this. thought, it takes you six minutes from where you guys live to get to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, so there's a really fast way to get there. It's, I can't imagine that it would take that long. It really doesn't, actually. I think anyway, it's sorry, I'm going was... to speed limit, but that's beside the point. Okay, takeaway. Um, oh, no. No, finish. We're oh, not oh, done. Oh, Phil, oh, no, right, no, no. right. That was my first oh, sign my that I might eat too much oh, Chick-fil-A. That's right, this goes on. The more, the more horrible sign, the more humiliating sign oh, today. Oh, gosh. Yeah, this was... I, uh... I had some Chick-fil-A for lunch. It was really good. I had my Chick-fil-A sauce. It was really good. I set it on the table. And then I kind of like laid down the lounge beside the table. Like oh, the couch and the tables next to it. And I chilled there for a little bit before heading back up to the school for the grad assistant meeting. And I come in and I go into Miss Serio's office and the new grad assistant guy, Mark, is there, and I hadn't met him yet. Dr. Perna was in there. A bunch of other guys are in there. A whole All bunch of student workers. That I haven't seen in a while. And I'm like, hey, and I'm just talking, whatever. And all of a sudden, like, I kind of reach back to push my hair behind my ear, and I feel something. And I'm like, I wonder, like, there's a sticker in my hair. And I thought it was the name tag I was wearing earlier. And then I pull it out, and I look down, and no. Stuck in my hair for who knows how long at this point is the uh, top to my Chick-fil-A sauce. Covered in Chick-fil-A sauce in my hair. I've walked across the parking lot. People have seen me walking across campus with just Chick-fil-A in my hair. So, so. I'm in the office and I kind of think one or two of them noticed because I noticed one or two of them kind of smirking and I just thought. Yeah, but those guys would smirk You know, that's the things. thing I was like, these are just guys that smirk a lot. But now I'm looking back and I'm like, girl, you had Chick-fil-A sauce and the wrapper in your hair. So what is the lesson we can learn from this? It's too much Chick-fil-A sauce. Don't eat so much Chick-fil-A Maybe Chick put your hair up when you're eating Chick-fil-A. No, it's because I took a nap afterwards. Or that. I like laid 
down and you throw away your Chick-fil-A. Make sure you throw away all your Chick-fil-A before you go into your little food coma. I don't know. Is there a takeaway? You can have too much Chick-fil-A. That's the takeaway. I'm an unfortunate person. That's the takeaway. There you go. Takeaway. Um, I'm actually legitimately offended that there are people on this here earth oh. that think that Breaking Bad is the greatest TV show of all time. <laughs> on this here earth. On this I don't. here earth. I don't. I lost still we'll in the end. I, now, now that I've had some separation, lost still. Lost still. Of course. Supersedes. Of course. Breaking that should Bad not even me. be. In the discussion. No. They don't and, exist on and, the same and, plane and, of reality. And I will say, and this is an early call, but depending on where Stranger Things Season 3 goes, I mean, season, Stranger, Stranger Things is the best creative writing going on right now. Yeah. So, well, it's just so completely original. I mean, I'm like, so concerned, though, that they'll have a third year slump. Stop being uh, you or a pessimist. I am. Stop I am. being depressing. Um, They've got so, this. I have faith in them. Anyway, we are excited for season two, guys. A lot of cool stuff. Um, uh, I guess my takeaway, just to sort of start the, start the year, um, is just to say a thank you um for um any of well yes thank you to our listeners um for for sticking around thank you for those who do uh also and and, and just um thank you to everyone everyone who has supported the podcast um whether my colleagues here at MC or our hosts or our guests or anyone and, and we're excited we'll have a oh that that will actually be happening in October I guess also is the year anniversary yeah did official, we say that you said that we said year, that but that'll be a special event um I think we'll maybe do a free bacon event or something um that day and do a live video or something anyway that's it for today guys we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you next week peace bye